you're listening to the Casual Swinger Podcast. As your hosts, we need to warn you that the material you're about to hear may be sexual or explicit in nature. This podcast is intended for an adult audience. Now, we don't expect you to act like adults. What's the fun in that? We're a married couple living in Florida with over 13 years of experience in the lifestyle, and we take almost nothing seriously. Casual Swinger is a variety show, meaning we'll cover everything from music to events, travel, and even the occasional hilarious screw-up. Our show is about entertainment. We're not licensed professionals. Not anything. And our stories, commentary, and guidance should not be confused with the opinions of a licensed professional. Now that you know, let's take those pants off and get comfy. Hey, 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 everyone. This is Mr. and Judah. And Mrs. and Judah. We want to give a big shout out to Mickey and Mallory of, of Casual, Casual Swingers. Swingers for letting us tell all you sexy podcast listeners what an amazing time we had at PCAP Encore. Kate's love and dedication truly made it a smashing success. The event was over the top and it was so great to hang out with all our sexy friends. You know who you are. Mwah. Looking forward to seeing you in PCAP, PCAP 2022. 2022. Hi, this is Mrs. Our Sexy Social, and one of my favorite things about PCAP is the theme nights. Kate is so creative with the nights that she comes up with. It's not just a boring white night or glow night or the norm. She comes up with some amazing themes, and what I love is, of course, stretching my imagination and working to find something great for us to wear, but also seeing what everybody else does, the creativity, the costumes, and then the added you know, DJ and fun party just turns out for a great night. Love you, Kate. Thanks for always doing such a great job. PCAP was amazing and PCAP Encore did not disappoint. Um, had so much fun fangirling over my favorite podcasters, seeing old friends, making new friends. The classes are insightful, the themes and the costumes, so much fun. But the best part was introducing our friends to the PCAP atmosphere. Such a diverse group of people all coming together and celebrating each other and being together. Uh, some people were lamenting about having to go back to the real world, but I think my friend said it best. She said leaving PCAP was like leaving the real world and having to go back to the fake world. Hey Mickey and Mallory, this is Mr. Coqueta Caliente, and man, PCAP last weekend was amazing. Uh, my favorite part was probably watching all the beautiful people dancing on the dance floor, all the content creators just bringing an energy that elevated everyone else around them. Thanks to Kate for putting on a great event and we look forward to the next one. By far, the people are the most important part and Kate has attracted such a great group for PCAP events. She finds interesting locations and coordinates first class parties and entertainment. It's such an amazing group of sexy people and we can't wait for the next one. The sessions were great, the hosts and podcasters were all amazing, but my favorite part is the atmosphere Kate and her team were able to create. It felt like summer camp for our tribe. My favorite part about PCAP Encore was the feeling of being so comfortable and completely uncensored. Okay, Miss Honeyspoon, what was your favorite memory from PCAP Encore Dallas? Okay, other than the mankini plunge, other than um, the seminars and the dancing and the fun, which was all really great, I have to say probably just 
watching the energy of everyone, the positive vibe, the camaraderie, and just blossoming friendships um, really stood out for me more than anything. Oh, and of course, any opportunity I get to make out with Mickey and Mallory, it's always a good memory for me. How about you? Uh, can I go a bit dirty? Do you want to? I would say the two eight-person orgies we had with amazing old friends and new friends. Um, it was a great connection for everyone, super fun time, and I can't wait to see everyone again at uh, PCAP 2022. I can't believe you just mentioned that. I think she meant out of the bedroom, but okay. Send it. All right. <laughs> Hi guys, this is Mr. Our Sexy Social. We went to the original PCAP in Miami and would not miss the Encore in Dallas. So many good things about it. Hot couples, um, great venues, awesome theme nights. But by far the best part and my favorite part is the, just the personal touches that Kate of Wonderlust Swingers puts on every single detail. Her fingerprints are on the entire event. She takes everything personally and wants to make sure that everybody has a great time. Love you, Kate. Guys, if you get a chance to go to PCAP, take it. You will not regret it. After all those steps to get to PCAP, we're really happy that we went and we're really thankful to our friends for encouraging us. I mean, we really enjoyed the communication and uh, the discussions that were ha we had at the different sessions. Um, they were not just informative, they were really fun and the speakers were just amazing and very eye-opening too. Um, we really enjoyed the quirky events that were created by the attendees. I think that's such a nice thing that is allowed to happen. And uh, the evening affairs, oh my gosh, they were over the top. Beautiful, sexy, welcoming, the costumes, everybody got into it and it was so much fun. We had just a really great time. And so would we go? again to PCAP? Hell yes. I'm Jay. I'm Angie. And our favorite part of PCAP Encore in Dallas was, um, well, mine was probably the bus drive to Colette's when Mickey and Mallory started playing Queen, Don't <laughs> Stop Me Now. <laughs> and Angie did her thing. And um, hey, they talk about it, that's fine, but I'm not talking about exactly what happened, just, you know, magic happened. And what was your favorite part? The mankini. The mankini, mankini plunge. What was the mankini plunge, do you remember? <clears throat> yeah, uh, you started this, um, you didn't really start it, but uh, you told everybody you were going to wear your mankini like you did in Miami. And, uh, yeah, and then you had some followers. There was quite a few in their wives' thongs. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, it was it was great. It was it was awesome, and that was it, I felt it, I think it it was good for the guys. I think it was good for the guys. They seemed to be really nervous right up until everybody started taking off their shit. And then, yeah, and they're like, "We're really doing this." Yeah, then they're all just <laughs> together having a ball. Yeah, it was it was a good it was a good time for the guys. Women cat calling a whistle. Heck that was yeah. nice. <laughs> that water was fucking cold though. Yeah. It's not warm. Yeah. It's not warm. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Mickey Mallory, that's our favorite moments of PCAP Encore. Oh, and seeing you cunts and Kate and everybody else was nice, too. <laughs> oh, sorry. Real quick. Um, backup favorite was probably having um, Bomber. 
wear your, his, your shirt. Read my shirt. Yeah. From his review. That was that was that was epic. Life is short. And welcome back to another episode of with Casual Swinger. Uh, of yeah. Casual Swinger? Of with, casual, with Casual Swinger? With of Casual of, Swinger? I don't know. <laughs> How do we say that? I don't know. What we are not is the Casual Swingers, and everybody seemed to do that in the beginning of this episode. Oh, yeah. Well, because there's two of us. Oh. I'm a swinger, you're a swinger, so we are swingers. I'm a swinger, you're a swinger. Don't yeah. you wish you were a swinger, too? No? Mm, no, that doesn't So that was really cool. Hey, thanks for uh, hanging out for the long intro, everybody. Yeah, that was one <laughs> hell of a long intro for us, but I love that. That was, your, that was all you, by the way. I mean, it was a cool idea. Sometimes I have ideas and you're like, that is horrible. Um, we're not doing that. That's insane. And this time you were like, okay, I'll play your silly game. Well, I mean, that very rarely happens. I mean, every once in a blue moon, you're like, hey, what do you think of doing this? And I'm like, uh, every time you hit one of those buttons, like there's part of my eyeball, like there's a vessel in there that kind of like bubbles up and it's on the verge of exploding. Like every time I press one of those buttons, every God kills time. a kitten. Yeah. Maybe something. No? Why? Why? It this is why this is why we fucking rank for poop, I by the way. <laughs> is it is all your fault. All right. Well every time the toilet flushes, yeah. God kills a kitten. Stop. I'm for sorry. the love of God. So anyway, so just wow. Like those reviews of oh. PCAP were encore were absolutely amazing. Thank you everyone who contributed. I'm blown away. I'm blown away, first of all, by the response that you got uh, just from some of these attendees. And I mean, I guess it, it makes sense to me. I mean, every one of these human beings left a weekend feeling so bonded. Like it was it was actually the closest thing I can liken it to is when we leave Hito. Actually, that is exactly. I mean, and it's easy for me to draw that comparative because Hito's an unknown quantity for me. And it's a favored quantity at this point. And you and I got into a conversation and, you know, I'm allowed to be biased. This is probably my favorite lifestyle event i think it actually is my favorite lifestyle event at this point i've been to two of them now and yeah. they're uh, they're amazing the people that come are amazing uh obviously kate's gonna shit when she hears all of those attendees giving so. her a shout uh, out i hope it makes her heart happy i think it's pretty freaking awesome i think so. it's awesome to see the impact she has on other people that that she has curated such an amazing event that it it touches people in in, in that way and they find such value in it you know people are had an amazing time it was well, great i think my favorite thing is they're all different we yes. asked like 10 12 different people and we got different answers from everybody it's it's a build your own adventure. Even though it's a it's an organized event with with seminars and tracks and events and you know we had that gallonate and we'll get into all of that stuff later. You still had the ability to make it whatever you wanted it to be, which is akin to what it's like for me to be at Hedo. So. Oh yeah, and I I don't know. I just think it's really cool. But I I do want to send a shout out to everybody that gave us a little bit of love here and and did this to help us send some love to Kate. These uh, voice clips were super cool, and you guys did it on short notice. You guys did it in, like, a day. Like, seriously? I work with fucking professionals in this kind of field, and I can't. I could not get them to try, have that kind of turnaround time. No. There like, was no chance. And I don't know how many takes it took, but they were all on They point. were so great. Like, I think there's, like, some people have voice work and, like, some natural podcast abilities there. Okay. So we got yeah. closet podcasters in there. Yeah, we do. Right? We okay. do. Is that what it is? Yeah, but I mean, you were talking about the hangover from the event, right? Yeah, I, I think when we left, I, I mean, it wasn't a, like, like a, a liquor hangover. <laughs> I was, was going to say, just, yeah. not a, not a, yeah, liver, liquor. No, my yeah. liver was actually surprisingly okay. I think it was just kind of my heart, you know? I, 
leaving all those people. And some of them, you know, we only get to see once or twice a year. Uh, I mean, Honeyspoon's a good example. They live That's in true. Canada. They're freezing to death most of the time, so we don't get to see, guys, you know, those guys. And then we got our friends in Winnipeg that we don't get to see very often that we sometimes get to see in Hito, and they're at Hito right now, and we're not. I know. Right, so it's just that kind of stuff. And then, of course, our friends in Iowa, who we talk about pretty much every fucking episode, we don't get to see them all that often. But people at PCAP, we don't get to see, you know. it's So there was a hangover there, I think, that we just kind of miss out. And some people we get to see more than others. You know, we get to see Janie and Angie a few times a year, but... It was just kind of hard, I think. Yeah, and I think, yeah, and I think the feedback from this event it kind of recharges your batteries, right? Because you do have that delay, that hangover, right? And hearing these kind of things, it, it it just helps. So, I mean, that'll tide us over till PCAP twenty twenty two. Oh yeah, that's a thing, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, I mean, it is, and we know some things that we can't say anything yet. I know. We're not allowed to talk about it yet. It is not officially launched, uh, but it is going to happen. There's going to be a PCAP twenty twenty two. So I suggest you get ready. Uh, one thing I. I think that really jumped out at me about PCAP Encore is how many repeat offenders there were from Miami. There were. Yeah. yeah. So I think there's going to be a lot of repeat offenders for the next one, and I can't say where it's going to be, but I think there's going to be a lot of repeat offenders, and there's going to be less rooms to go around. Even though there's more rooms for this one, I think that that's what's going to happen is this thing's going to start selling out fast because it's so good. Well, because, you know, like us, you know, I'm we're going to tell our friends, right? To come and hang out. Do we have so any friends? they're going <laughs> to tell their friends. I, we have a couple. Tell both our friends. Yes. Yeah. Corn fed swingers are talking <laughs> to you. <laughs> yeah, there they are. Our, there are our friends. That's the end anyways, of the list. Anyways. Anyways. Um, now we'll, I lost track. We'll get back anyway. to PCAP here in a minute. Let's talk about what's new. All right. Um, yeah. You, you mentioned that our Rascal crew, they're actually in Hito this week. This is the first November we've missed is since 1892. Yeah, like pretty I, much. I, it's, it's been a long time. And thank you for everyone that's reached out or, or sent some love our way. We definitely miss you guys. Um, and like Mickey said, we want to hear you fucking from sandals. So blow the roof off that place and have an amazing time, everyone. Oh, my God. What she said. So much what she said. You know, obviously not being a hero right now breaks both our hearts, not being with the rascals. Matter of fact, uh, got a couple of messages tonight because tonight was the cocktail party. It's Sunday That's night. True. It was released on Sunday yeah. nights. And, uh, the cocktail party's tonight, and Jim and Rachel got up and gave us some love. Aww. And we got a bunch of messages from the crowd because uh, we, were, we were catching some shit by not being there, I but know. it was also getting some love, and, and I just can't thank those guys enough for that. It was Amen. pretty and cool. By the way, shout out to the fans that are down there that are hanging out with Corn Fed Swingers that are now your ambassadors and, and your buddies. That's right. Yeah. I, there's a couple from Tampa, your I Hito, think. Yeah, your Hito Sherpas. Right? <laughs> so your new Hito Sherpas are our friends, the Iowans, the Corn Fred Swingers. But that couple from Tampa, we know who you guys are. We can't wait to meet you. You guys aren't that far from us. So one of these days we're yes, going to have to buy you Yes, we owe drink. you drinks. Yep, 100% we owe you drinks. Yeah, super cool. But hey, you know, why did we not go? Because people ask us that. I got a lot of that. That is true. Why aren't we a Hito? So traveling internationally with the timeline, we just didn't, we have a new grandbaby and all of our children. So, and, and all of our children who most of them are adults um, are going to be here for the Thanksgiving holiday, like extended, like for that week of Thanksgiving. And even though we are in a good position to be free and clear, and statistically speaking, we should be fine, but we just weren't risking not being able to be home with our kids. I wasn't taking a chance personally on a yeah. on a false positive. Ex- right? There you go. Because a false positive one, yeah. would have fucked up Thanksgiving. Right. And I mean, I feel fucked up right now because I'm missing the rascals, but I didn't want to take a chance. 
yeah. on missing our kid. Yeah, I think there's so so much in life that, you know, when you do the risk reward thing is selfishly, do I wish I was there? He do absolutely. But at yes. the same time, I one don't want to send that message to my kids. Mm-hmm. Two, I love hanging out with them. They're amazing human beings. And I feel so wonderful when I have all of them together in the same room. And anyone who's got extended family, you you probably know this too. It's hard to get everyone together like that, especially around a holiday and as their families are expanding. So. I don't know. I like the swingers at Hito better than our kids. but I'm going to tell them. I'm going to play this for them. <laughs> oh, you're in so much fucking trouble. I'm going to be the new favorite parent. Right? <laughs> you're going to play it for the grand spawn. Oh, yeah. And this is after like I feed them like all my yummy food. Be like, yeah, who's your favorite parent? Mm-hmm. Just go ahead. Tell me. It's good. You it's are cool. the favorite on Thanksgiving every year because. <laughs> on Thanksgiving. Thanks. Yeah. Well, because <laughs> as hot as you are, you're an amazing cook. Like, Thanks. it's fucking ridiculous. Like, it's no what. I don't know how I'm not 500 pounds. Like, your cooking is crazy good. Thank you. Anyway, so that's why we're here. What else we got going on? Well, hey, how about casual toys? Sexual, or sexual. Sexual, <laughs> sexual what? Sexual chocolate. <laughs> no, sexy stockings. <laughs> sexy stockings are coming back this year with some sexual chocolate. I don't know. Are we going to put chocolate how in the stockings? How many drinks have you had? Just this is my second one. Just, <laughs> this is. No, I'm gonna go with it's more than two. No, well, it's a big so, class. Yeah, we're gonna we're getting our sexy stockings together. They were um they they've been a hit. So we're gonna put some packages together for you guys to um do some shopping. Yeah, I think we're gonna have to be a little harder on it this year. We'll talk about that in a second. When we get to the casual toys part, but you know the supply chain issues that are affecting oh, pretty much every thing, industry yeah. are gonna make the stockings interesting this year because we got to make sure we keep that stuff in stock for you guys for the stockings. So we'll come up with something. Uh, yes, that's why I'm in charge. Yes, this is why I just do what I'm told. <laughs> hey, and if you don't mind, I just want to take a minute and just big shout out, big thanks to everyone that's uh, given us feedback in the last episode uh, um, uh, about my hot wifing hiccups that I've had. Um, I've gotten a lot of support and a lot of positive feedback, and it does feel good when you put yourself out there and you make yourself that vulnerable and you get feedback that's very positive and encouraging and supportive. Um, I, I don't know how to describe how not happy that makes me feel just whole. Like it, I feel whole after I hear those things. Yeah, I, I absolutely have some feedback on that. So I, I field a lot of our social media. I field a lot of yeah. our, you know, websites, SDC, SLS, Double Date Nation, et cetera. And so when we get feedback on those uh, episodes, whether it's the podcast at Casual Swinger or whatever, I always share it with you, generally speaking, unless it's something disgusting. And it happens. But I struggled with this one because you are such my person that when I heard you during, uh, it was uh, Hot Wife Hardship was the last episode, and when I heard you talking about questioning your own worth and maybe reducing or maybe changing your expectations of other people's behavior when you kind of compromising what you needed it hurt to hear you say that and hearing all of these people these people that hear our voices on the radio step up and encourage you not to compromise and encourage you to be your best self and to celebrate you for the things that you bring to their lives made me so happy it really thrilled me to know that there are so many people out there that were willing to give you that encouragement. It was probably the most feedback we've ever had on an episode. And so I really, really, really love all you guys for that. And I want to thank you for joining me on Team Mallory. 
and uh, <laughs> and, and supporting I her. It. And I, I mean that from the bottom of my heart. No, you know, you're right. You're right. And you know, it, I'm not compromising. I guess in short, um, definitely no compromising, but definitely feel very loved and supportive. And thank you. And I'm I'm sorry that hurt you. Well, I mean, I I'm not over here kicking rocks a, or anything. You know what, I though? Just, that's a risk you take when you, you open yourself up, you become vulnerable, and you give that level of transparency. You can't help it sometimes that that could potentially be a byproduct, and I'm sorry for that. Oh, it's um, okay. I just, I, it, it didn't, you didn't hurt me with what you said. It hurt know, me that I, I couldn't fill in that space for you. I know. I understand. But we can't be responsible for 100% of each other. That's unreasonable. That doesn't mean I won't try. That is that is a level of codependency that is just ludicrous. I can never be Superman, but I can still be your hero. Aw, you just want to get your penis sucked. Hundred fucking percent. <laughs> uh, what else is going on? Well, we're trying to figure out what the fuck we're going to do for New Year's. Dude, seriously, this is the first time we haven't had New Year's Eve plans in forever. Uh, well, last year, I think we, didn't we, we have a party? We did. We had a onesie party that our, our vanilla neighbors invaded, which that was fun. That was uncomfortable. Um, very weird, but we had a great time. I mean, I love our friends that showed up for it. Oh my God. Um, we had Jay and Angie. Yeah. And we had uh, Tiff Nation. and Rachel. And we yep, had Double Sapphic. Date Nation. Yep. We had Swing Fashions. Yeah. Swing Fashions yeah. came in, which now they're on the West Coast. So that'll never happen again. Uh, I know. I miss those fuckers. Um, Yeah. It was a great time. I mean, it was a great, I mean, it was a small shindig. I mean, it was COVID, so we only had five couples here that everybody was like, no, we don't know anybody, don't see anybody, sure, we'll come to your house. Yeah. That's kind of how that happened. But uh, yeah, I don't know what the hell we're going to do for New Year's. We're still trying to figure that out, so when we yeah. know what we're going to do, we'll let you guys know. Yeah, and I think I want to go with our philosophy that we had for Halloween. I don't know that I want to do the club. No, absolutely it's not. Sure, it's just too crowded, and I, we've been there, done that, like a, a dozen, you know. Dozen times at least. The only thing the I hate more than swinger clubs on Halloween is swinger clubs on New Year's Eve. <laughs> I mean, because we've done them so much that yeah. we we can say we did it. It's just not really what I'm feeling this year. Yeah. Well, and you know what? I do say I do like swinger parties better than Halloween parties, or rather, swinger parties on New Year's better than Halloween parties. Well, any swinger party. Wow, that did not come out I right. I know it did. <laughs> uh, look, here we go. I am not impervious to getting tongue-tied, folks. I need to learn your buttons. Which button do you want? <laughs> no, I don't want you to hit it. I want to hit it. Oh, you just want to smash one? I'm just going to Hulk. Yeah, Helga but smash. Appreciate that. All yeah. right, Helga. But no, it, it really, it, for me, I guess I like New Year's better just because women are beautiful. They're dolled up to the nines, and you can tell who they are at least. And that's the thing I like the least about Halloween. Uh, but in terms of New Year's, you know, it's just so crowded. Meh. Yeah. No fun. Yeah, we'll have to investigate and do something. Mm, yeah. Well, I'll tell you, we'll keep you guys updated and we figure out what the fuck we're going to do. Who knows? Maybe we'll just sit at home and talk to the dog. No. No? Not happening. Not happening. No. The casual dog says yes. Casual dog is fine for a night by Casual himself. dog doesn't know where he is. <laughs> <laughs> He's completely bewildered by his environment. I love that boy. He's dumb as fuck. Uh, anyway, anyway. Hey, but casual toys. Let's talk casual toys for a minute. All right. So we, everyone knows supply chain shortages are a real thing, regardless of the industry you're in. Um, so that we're not immune to it. We're not impervious. So please be patient as we work through these uh, machinations. Yes, absolutely. And some of the hotter ticket items that are in stock today, but might not be in stock in the next three to five weeks, just so you guys know, things like the Doxy. Things like Womanizer Premium 2. That's right. Womanizer came out with new versions of all of their bestsellers, like the Starlet and the Premium. 
Uh, those products are in stock today. It's probably the last stock we're going to see before Christmas. So if you got something you guys are wanting desperately, now's the time. Things like the WeVibe Moxie, the Love Ents Lush, Daisy Corsets. I got an email the other day that Daisy is running out of corsets. It's what they fucking do. Yeah, but I mean, you think about what that boning's made out of and the different materials. You said and boning. I did. And that's what it's called. I know. The, I was there. The, no, the hard pieces that go. Oh. Um, yeah. I should call the, them something vertically, else. Vertically. Boners. That, that hold it. Well, never mind. I'm done educating you. But some of the reason is the components, right? Some of those major components, especially if they have Bluetooth enabled, those are going to be really hard to find. So, uh, But stuff we have plenty of of. Uber Lube, oh, yeah. mini condoms, Kixies. Kixies, we have quite a bit of stock on. So yeah. if you're looking to show off them thighs, Buy we got em. you covered. Oh, my God. Um, I had the best Kixie story, by the way. We got a, a new Kixies customer because of PCAP. Oh, no and shit. all the girls at PCAP were talking <gasps> oh, about yeah, Kixies. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that, and yes. And this one sexy blonde is like, you know, I've always had trouble with, uh, because she's got some thick thighs, and she's like, hey, you know, my my stockings roll down. And all I didn't have to say a word. All the girls were like, these won't roll down. And yeah. she got them and she rocked them and they took a picture and they posted it on Twitter. And it's hot as fuck and they look amazing on her and she's thrilled and she's converted. And it's one of the reasons why I love putting our name on Kixies. Dude, they're, they're amazing. Like, and it's one of those things. They're also strong because I'm a total fucking klutz. And as, as sexy as I try to be, my grace fails me. From time to time. And I usually, like, I I never owned a pair of thigh highs for more than one use until I started using Kixies. No kidding. Yeah, and the only Kixies I've ever only worn once is because I got them really fucking dirty. They were the bright white ones, which I should never wear white because I'm just a mess. <laughs> I I took my shoes off and started I didn't think you were allowed home. to wear white for an entirely different reason. <laughs> Isn't that for virgins? Hey, anyway, moving on. How is your Hey, let's talk wardrobe? about that. We have a PSA, don't we? <laughs> Yeah, we well, before the PSA, just in case you guys are looking for something that you can't find on Casual Toys, just check out a gift card. We added gift cards this year, so if you guys want to do Casual Toys gift cards, I didn't sell a single gift card last Christmas season. I'm like, how does that happen? Because everybody found what they were looking for. I think this year they're probably not going to, so those gift cards are out there. If you guys want them, by all means, grab them. And you can still use coupons and coupon codes after that. So end of sales pitch. Yes. Mallory, about that PSA. <laughs> Just a quick shout out to everyone out there working in any kind of uh, charitable endeavor for the upcoming Christmas season. It's going to be a rough run. Um, we worked in our own, um, you for over 20 years, me by proxy for however long we've been together. Um, and we actually can't this year because of supply chain, and that kind of uh, breaks our heart a little bit. A lot of it. So as we're sitting here today and thinking about what we're going to do, um, because you know we're still going to proceed with something of some description, um, consider, you know, ways of finding something to do, you know, be kind to another human, uh, this holiday season. Um, there's a lot of people out there, especially this year that are going to need it. Um, stuff like Angel Tree, Toys for Tots, uh, local women's and shelters, homeless shelters, and even some of the volunteer first responder organizations. Shop with a cop. Shop with a cop. Yep. Yeah. Shop with a cop's one of my favorites. Yeah. I think it's, it's, I mean, we're big blue line people around here. You support cops more than I do. But <laughs> well, I was having sex with them, supporting. I I think they feel very supported when you're fucking them. <laughs> I think they feel like yeah, that's you know, pretty much like I'm, yeah. I'm just doing back the blue baby, <laughs> back into all it. Every the way back, all the way. Oh, <laughs> God, all right. I 
It's so hard to stay focused and organized with you being the fucking peanut gallery. I could just sit here and say nothing. No one would give a shit. Your voice is so sexy. No one cares if I talk. Yeah. Except when I get aggravated, and then I feel like I sound like Charlie Brown's mom. And then you're like, I'm going to whip that ass. That's all right. All right. I think it's time for us to let these guys go. No. Not yet. <laughs> Already? No, we like, haven't no, even got to our recap. All right. We're going to come back to you guys in just a couple of seconds with our Encore Encore PCAP recap. And we're going to do that right after Mallory tells you guys how to find us. Oh, shit. I just took a drink. Hold on. That's okay. We've got nothing but time. Okay, here we go. <laughs> we are Casual Swinger everywhere. You want to shoot us a message, that's podcast at casualswinger.com. You can find us at casualswinger.com as well. Um, love us. Want to say something nice because I love affirmations. Um, you can write us a review on uh, Apple Podcasts. That would be awesome. Um, we're also on social media. That's Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. And if you want to check out our uh, dating profiles, we're on Double Date Nation, Cassidy, SLS, and SDC. Hot diggity damn. We'll be back in just a hot second for more of this Encore, the PCAP recap episode with us. You've been listening to Casual Swinger. Hey folks, welcome back to Casual Swinger. Still Mickey sitting here. And I'm Mallory. And you were supposed to do this episode naked. Oh yeah, I forgot. It's cold in here though. Well that means your nipples will be hard. No, but it also be, mean I'll be shivering and uncomfortable. Oh, all right. Yes. I just get to watch you sit there in your sweatshirt and sweatpants with your mucklucks or whatever it is you're wearing. I am wearing mucklucks. <laughs> I oh. love these fucking slippers. Did I get that right? Yeah. Don't I look sexy? Oh, yeah. No, if you're wearing <laughs> nothing but mucklucks, maybe. All right. I'll get undressed as we go through the episode. All right. On with the recap. All right. So let's talk about PCAP Encore. So this is the second PCAP event that we've been able to attend. Mm-hmm. And I will say this is... One of the best curated events we've ever been to. Keats really knocked it out of the park once again. Um, I think, spoiler alert, like if you can't go to PCAP in 2022, you're going to have some serious FOMO. And I'm sorry for you. Yeah, because, and we've been to quite a few lifestyle events over the years. We've been, you know, to the resorts. We've had Mm -hmm. a plethora of experiences. And this one, yep. Um, really sets itself apart. The, in every way. Every single way. And by the way, I think I mentioned this, we have juicy details about 2022 that we can't share yet, but the announcement is coming, uh, I believe, end of this week. Yeah. Uh, uh, but, the, wait, what? there's more. What, what, what? No, no, just saying. That the announcement will be later this week. Do I get right. two for the price of one? Two butts. <laughs> two butts are better than one. No, we are going to have some tidbits coming later, but we have been sworn to secrecy. Just trust us on this one. PCAP 22 is going to be utterly epic it's in an epic location you guys are gonna have a great time uh and it's gonna sell out i'm i'm a hundred percent confident this oh, one's yeah. gonna sell out oh you're you're yes i had my questions i mean this last one was a sellout too oh so was miami yeah but i had my questions right in a COVID era and with like in miami because it's a weekend it's only three days and to do what kate offers it's not cheap right to to do that but i came away from it and went man that was worth it. Well, I was just going to say, there's a lot of value in it. And it is hard to condense an event like that in a very short period of time. But, like, for instance, she included uh, breakfast and lunch for, was it, uh, Saturday and Sunday? Yeah. Because Friday was arrival day. Uh, 
you didn't have to go off like off property no. for for much of anything, but the location was conveniently located to where you could walk to get anything you needed. Like I, if I wanted a Red Bull, I could go down to the convenience store. It, but the hotel had them. They did. But if you wanted, you are a monster guy. Hey, I am unique. Yeah. And different. Yeah. It's okay. Anyway. But um, let's talk about the event in and of itself. Yes, let's do that. Let's do that. The hardest thing for me is identifying the highlights, right? Because there's so many wonderful things that happen is condensing them down and being succinct. So you may have to like stay on my ass to to keep it short and sweet. Um, I'll start with I fucking overpacked Oh, for one because I was so excited about the theme nights and not knowing the weather and what to expect. Like I brought literally an additional suitcase that was unnecessary. I'm so excited by the way that Southwest lets you have two suitcases because <laughs> for an overnight value. trip, you would literally bring your, I'm like, Mallory, why do you need a camel? You don't need a camel. And you're like, but it's my emotional support camel. That's not true. That's not true. But here's, here's what happens. I panic. And when I panic, I pack an enormous amount of shoes. And I, Every single fucking time I wear two, maybe three. And that's for like a two, three night trip. Two, maybe three at most. And the same fucking thing happens at Hedon when we go for 10 days. If I panic, I pack 15 pairs of shoes. I didn't even know I owned 15 pairs of shoes. My concern here is why did you need nine pairs of underwear for three days when in 16 years I've seen you wear underwear like nine times? That's a lie because remember I thought I forgot underwear and I found like a scratch. Bear that had been left in my suitcase. That was my face mask. <laughs> I didn't need underwear the whole time. Oh. Well, my so face mask smells delicious now. Oh, it didn't matter. No. Well, anyway. I tell you what, even I overpacked. So I know I'm making fun of Mallory right yeah. now, but I can't believe I had two suitcases. But I did bring hats and I did dress in theme every night. You did um, such a good job. Usually you're 50 50. I can get you to do half the theme nights but you were fucking gung-ho and you did an amazing job you actually were the master of your own outfits this time yeah you didn't do any of it i i refused i was like "Mm, nope that's all you bro and you did a great job i appreciate that and i did love doing it i mean it was super cool and i wanted to do it for kate too because having seen how much effort she put in in miami i knew it was going to be just like that for dallas plus planning that shit from croatia is not easy but i think the hardest part is I think I'm afraid always I'm going to leave somebody out. I'm afraid that I'm going to leave somebody out that did something epic or went the extra mile for somebody else. Like the bartenders and the the staff at the hotel. Right? Yeah. Or, or the the <laughs> security staff that was attentive but effective. They, they were never dicks to anybody. Yep. That's Matter of fact, they just called point. me out to be the dick. If somebody had to be an asshole, it was me. You're like, yeah, we're going to introduce you to this big guy with purple hair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody See that tall, was really that very tall man that. walking your way that looks upset. upset. He's going to be more upset when he gets here. Yeah. It was really funny because one of the security, the security girl at the door, she was like three foot six or something. And I was like, you're in security. She's like, no, you are. I'm here to call you. <laughs> I was like, all right. Looks like I'm going to be the That's bad great. guy today. It was pretty good. Aww. But I, I really am worried that, and, and please know guys, if you're listening to this episode and hoping to hear your name, we honestly want to include everybody, but if we didn't mention you, it doesn't mean we don't remember you. It just means we couldn't fit everybody in, and it breaks my heart. We want to. We want to remember yeah. everybody and mention everybody. 100%. So the, the hotel she picked was absolutely amazing. It had a very great vibe to it. Um, it, it I would call it a boutique hotel, yeah, right? very a much so. South side of Dallas. 
I, I don't know how the hell she finds these places. I mean, she lives in fucking Croatia. I, I, I wondered that aloud many times. Like, how did she vet this place, the surrounding area, the restaurants, the things that were accessible, getting there from the hotel? Like, it was all perfect. Yeah, but it was... I mean, from the airport. There right. was something really cool about the hotel. Do you remember? It used to be a coffin factory. Yeah, it was an old Sears and coffin factory. Yeah. Uh, and it was renovated to the six-story hotel at a rooftop bar with a pool. Um, like, what are they called? Um, the infinity pool. Oh, yeah. Just like look like a dump right off the side of the building. Yes. Yep. A couple of really neat pictures came out of that. I think uh, Coqueta Caliente took a really good one Yep. Uh, with kind of her ass like pointed away from it. Yes. Like, Which we'll talk more about her later because yeah. these motherfuckers need to follow that shit like now, today. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Monogamish took some great pictures up there. Uh, yeah. Like a ton of great photo ops. Oh. Very, very sexy pictures, too. So cool, but I was not getting in that fucking pool. I put, like, my hand in there. We're Floridian. Mm -mm. It was probably, like, 80. No. Who knows how warm it was, but, like, It was 33 no degrees. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was so cold. <laughs> it was be slush. No. No. my I literally, my dick would crawl up inside me, and I would never see it again if I jumped in that water. Yeah. There's no way. But I, I got to say, there were some really, really cool photographs taken up around that infinity pool, and I thought that was really neat. And the staff, the staff was really neat. I just didn't care for them taking my monsters away every time i came upstairs no outside food and beverage i know come on man i figured it out after the third one that i had confiscated my god <laughs> it's my own doing i did it but i really did love the venue i think the venue is outstanding i think that it was really neat and i love the brick facades and even the rooms were cool yeah and i think it translated over to uh like the event space there was gillies dallas which is literally just down yeah, next the door. Road, like, literally next door. Like, a hop, skip, and a jump away. So, the same vibe. Same, um, and Gilly's upstairs, right? Because uh -huh. it was technically the same building, just a different part. Yes. Where we had the final night gala. Again, same look and feel. That rustic, but yet contemporary, like, brick and, and mortar and exposed, like, um, piping. and Yeah, like, very but it industrial. Was, it was, but it was very upscale. Yeah. At the same right. Yeah. Oh, it, was, it was really neat. And I think my favorite part about the gala night that we did not, you know, write in our overview here, but it, it hit me just now that I remembered. I don't know if you remember this, but there was an event going on downstairs as well, and it was a gospel singer. <laughs> so <gasps> That's what those the, people were standing uh, in line all for? All of those people were in line for gospel. They were all church people going, and we, all the swingers were upstairs. You know what? On the ledger, we cancel each other out. <laughs> That's right. Now we're all equal. We're all even. It's cool. Oh, that was hilarious. Fun. The weather was great while we were there, too. Oh, it was beautiful. Yeah. I, I, mean, I, I no, mean, it's Dallas in the early winter, so yeah. it's, it's still nice. But yeah. I froze my ass off. Wait, this is basically like a like a, a homage to Kate over here, So, but I can't fucking give her credit for the weather. So sorry, bitch. That, no. that's, you had nothing to do with that. No, that dirty bitch doesn't get credit for the perfect weather all weekend. Yeah. And it didn't rain. Yeah, it didn't rain. That's great. I can't hey, say that for Miami. Yeah. What did you think of the theme nights? Someone in the intro mentioned the theme nights. And how unique they were. I think that that girl's got more creativity in her little finger than I have in my whole body. Uh, I think that those theme nights were, I mean, every once in a while she comes up with a theme night that makes me scratch my head and go, exactly what is that? Because she's European, you know, so like some of the things sh that she thinks about or does. I thought she was Australian. She, you know what I mean? She's very worldly. <laughs> uh, she's, she's fucking Australian. We know that. But I mean, like she thinks like a European. And so like... Uh, for PCAP Miami, the the visuals were like these hands clutching an eyeball and shit, and it was just like, what is that? 
Like, am <laughs> I? Art. Are you going to rip my eyeballs out? Is that what I'm going to have done? And but I, what I think we've seen though is that that creativity and that abstract create the way her brain works really lent itself to some really neat theme nights. So the first theme night was a video game slash. Like, like superhero yes, villains. Comics. So, yeah. It's video games yeah. meet comics. Video games versus comics kind of thing. Yeah. And I don't think people realized that yours and my costumes were actually tied to our session from PCAP Miami. Yeah. Because we were villains. Yeah. Yeah. We were the villains in the story. So we were villains here as it well. It worked. <laughs> it worked. I will say that your Joker was fan-fucking-tastic. You did an excellent job i was so proud of you Aww. your makeup looked good too well my makeup was all you <laughs> i mean you crushed the makeup I, I would have literally looked like an ass clown instead of the crown prince clown prince of crime which is the joker is that moonshine you're drinking like no. i feel like it's high test it's not i'm not hammered i just am struggling tonight <laughs> it is what it is did i give your tongue a workout so much so that that's it's it like my tongue is sore from last lazy. night just okay. sucking on your little lady button Okay. My bad. But anyways. Anyway, yeah. yeah, You did a great job. Thank you. And honestly, your makeup job was outstanding. Um, My hair is already purple, so we just rocked it. And I think it just kind of really, it was one of the coolest theme night outfits I've ever done. But I got to give you credit for yours. Holy shit. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. First of all, guys, I got to tell you something about Mallory. Mallory has been working her little ass off for the last year. Going upstairs every day, working out. And she looks like a million fucking bucks. She's always been hot, but she just looks so good. And she comes out of the bathroom at PCAP wearing this piece of vinyl. I mean, it's just like, a, I don't know, it was like somebody made an outfit out of a handkerchief of vinyl. It was, it was literally like two feet long and like a foot wide. And I was like, fuck, how am I going to get this on? Oh, you came out and I was like, how about <laughs> Yeah. I was like the X-Files, how every time you yeah. saw him, he went, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I sure. feel. Yeah. yeah. So uh, one of the guys that we met uh, at PCAP, who, and they are the X-Files, uh, is what they call themselves. They're a super cool couple from Colorado. Uh, love them a lot. They were, it they was were a so Bruce Almighty joke, because I, yes. I put it on my watch list. He did. Yeah. He, he said that every time Mallory walks up in front of him, he feels like that the newscaster on Bruce Almighty, where the guy was giving him, like, making him like talk gibberish on the air. And he said every time he sees Mallory, he goes, and I was so fucking funny because the elevator would open, he'd be standing there, he'd go, and walk away. He did it at the Swinger Club, too. Now I can't stop laughing. It was funny as hell. But you know what? I felt him so much when I saw you in that vinyl. I love that outfit so much. And what was really cool about it is it had that special zipper. So the zipper actually allowed me to do like this keyhole effect with it, which is super sexy. But it also, it's purposed to like unzip all the way down to your nether regions. So like I could unzip my pussy and my ass. That would have been handy if I had not zipped your pussy up in it. Thank you for stealing the punchline. Did I? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I I was ready to fuck. And then we decided not to have sex with the suit on because it was odd. Like it was bunching and, and acting weird. And why we decided that we had to zip it all together to get it off is beyond me. But it got caught and you jerked a zipper and Ugh. caught like part of my pussy lip in it. Now, granted, no, nothing broke. No bruising, no bleeding. Like it wasn't carnage. But it was white light pain, so 
Neither of us had sex until the next morning. That, yeah, I was it was say, a little did not traumatic. stop you from being angry with me, and I was like, um, oh, I wasn't angry. I was just in pain. Well, I did literally just <laughs> bite your pussy with the teeth of a yeah, zipper. Yeah. I felt really bad about that, by <laughs> the way. It just made my pussy sound really meaty. Anyways, it I It really isn't. It was a really tight <laughs> outfit. <laughs> it was I mean, so tight. That thing was like skin. <laughs> All I can tell you. I don't you, even think my skin's that tight. And and this is going to date me, but Michelle Pfeiffer should be eating her heart out right now because ooh Batman Returns is yeah that it? Uh, yeah I believe so yeah uh, I can tell you like at the time that was the hottest Catwoman the world had ever seen and Anne Hathaway didn't touch her uh, when she reprised the role but oh my God you were so goddamn hot in your claws uh, I want to say oh, yeah. that uh, Coquette Caliente <laughs> was really into your claws oh yeah I wanted to pet everyone and I wanted to like tickle your balls with them and I think I threw them at Mister. Um, on accident. <laughs> Whoops. They're like little ninja stars and slippery little suckers. Okay. Well, I mean, just keep those around. You never know when they'll come in handy yeah. again. So the second night, let's talk about that real quick. She did a, she called it cow person. Cow person? Me, You're, how me, fucking woke are you? The first, the first thing I thought of, I was like, I'm not getting in a suit where one of us is the front and the other one's the back. <laughs> like I'm not doing that. This is that. not happening. No. Like the donkey? Oh. No. Definitely not doing that. My but it was like a latex mashup. It was like really fucking cool. Yours was so hot. You're, yeah. Oh, thank you. I painted those pants on as well. <laughs> I think they're made of the same shit the other I handkerchief was were. made of. <laughs> Which is why I had two suitcases. Everything I wore could have fit in, in like my purse for the most part. Everything else was shoes? Yeah, everything else was shoes. Okay. Anyway. Your shoes weigh 2,000 pounds, I, just so you know. I, I love the outfits um, that you and Jay wore. They were inflatable. Yes. Yeah, and you guys had these big hats. Oh, we were so stupid. Oh my gosh! No, like it was so I mean, cute. So Jay and I, uh, Jay was Mongo from Blazing Saddles, and I was the sheriff. And so I had an inflatable horse, and he had an inflatable bull, and he had this big chain around his neck, and it was absolutely fucking hilarious. All we needed was a Frisco kid. If we had a Frisco kid, it would have been the perfect ensemble. I'm also not black, so that didn't work out very well because the sheriff in Blazing Saddles is black because. In case you're not up on your, uh, you know, Mel Brooks. Okay. You don't care. Oh, I, I care. I care deeply. You I like was just thinking deeply. about uh, Coqueta Caliente's uh, booty shorts and her chaps. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Speaking of... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the fuck she was looking for in that corner, but I was praying to God she never find it. Right? <laughs> she bent over and the whole room went, what? Yeah. I was like, holy moly. Oh. I don't know what the, her parents fed her as a child. But thank you. Yes. We appreciate that. We were very appreciative. Yes. <laughs> so appreciative. But anyway, so, oh, um, the latex night. So we actually had two opportunities to visit Colette. First was Thursday night. It was kind of like a pre-warm-up event for the early arrivers of PCAP Encore. Um, Jane Angie hosted like a mingler. It was really well attended for everyone that like came in Especially early. on a, a Thursday. On a Thursday night, right? Yeah. So the Saturday night, the cow person event that we were just talking about, the outfits for. Um, Why do you also, keep calling it cow person? Because that's what Kate called it. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Like, <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? It's cowboys and cowgirls. I know, but it's she literally in the collateral it says cow person. <laughs> so I'm rolling with it. I, I should have gone in there dressed as a cow and been like, moo. <laughs> I identify as a cow person. <laughs> I identify as a cow person. Leave me alone. Eat more chicken. Um. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? But both events, both Thursdays and Saturday, we're actually off-site. We went to Colette's Dallas, which is owned by uh, John and Jackie Melfi, 
they have done an incredible job oh my God, with yes. that venue. Um, top five swinger clubs I've ever been to. Yeah. I just love the layout. I love their staff. I love how it's organized. I love how it's configured. Um, I love the opportunity to dance and mingle with people because either that's a, a they hit it hard or they miss it hard. There's never an in between with a swinger club. Mm-mm. And their playroom's super fucking clean. Great policy on how to interact, what each one's for, how to tell if it's clean. Like, they got their shit together. And then plus, on Saturday, we had that private area that was just for... Uh, the PCAP attendees uh, to to have a chill space. Yeah, I don't think on Saturday that I even left that room, uh, the VIP room. No, but in all fairness, because loud. exactly, and you know, with your, you know, hearing and everything, it worked out better. But you know what? We ended up having wonderful conversation and uh, a couple makeout sessions and other things, and it was great. How did I miss the makeout session between you and Coquette Caliente? I don't know. I didn't miss it. I did. I mean, I miss it now. Well, yeah. <laughs> I would like to revisit that. That makes two of us because, yeah. I, I mean, I apparently was sitting right in front of you and somebody, and I know who it was. As a matter of fact, that son of a bitch lock from The Sweet Life got my attention and I turned around and I was talking to him when you guys decided to start making out. When I Did turned back around. Did you just call Mr. Locke a cock block? Oh, the cock blocker in chief, Mr. Sweet Life himself, Locke. <laughs> has, oh, he, he's the one that kept me from taking in that little show. And I, 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 I feel like you just, you, you left me out to dry there, brother. <laughs> Thank you could have been like, yo, turn around. We can finish this conversation in a second. But instead, he <laughs> let me stay pointed the wrong direction. And I think it's because he secretly hates me. I doubt that, but it's funny. <laughs> it is funny. Doubt but, it, but it's definitely funny. You know, I do got to say, I think getting off-site actually was a really good thing. We didn't do a ton of that in Miami. And it was kind of neat to break it up a little bit, get on the buses and go check Agreed. it out. And we went to Trapeze in Miami. But this was, uh, it was really well organized. Everybody had a good time. Jay definitely danced and sung his ass off in the back of the bus. He was so happy. Oh, my gosh. They were hilarious. And Angie was just doing her thing and, I mean, going for it. Oh, my gosh. Did you see me? Like, yeah. I I did save her life, though. You did? Well, she she had to get her her hat out of the- The hat fell down by the bus doors, and she was trying to go down to get it. And all I could see was her head going through the doors and into traffic. And I'm like- not today, Satan. Well, all I saw you was holding <laughs> Angie's in ass in her belt, belt. Yeah. and it looked like you were going to ride her off the bus. Yeah, it, it did look a little dominating. It didn't was it? like it was yeah. very dominating. I saw what you guys were doing there. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, um, so Galanite. Galanite was great. So I'm not going to lie, the inner princess in me really loved the opportunity to to really dress up and go all out. Mm-hmm. I don't get a lot of opportunities to do that. Like once, once every couple of years and even then I do it conservatively because it's usually aligned with like a vanilla work event. Um, so that was a lot of fun and everyone looked so amazing. Like brand new fucking pennies. Fuck pretty, I know, Shiny right? and sparkly. Just absolutely stunning. Right. And and I, I'm kind of torn, right? Because I'll, I'll tell you, Trist, like first of all, there were like three times this that weekend that I saw Trisco walking by, and I was like, stunning human being. Motherfucker, that girl's hot. Yes. If I mean, you, if damn. She doesn't make you catch your breath a bit. I think you might be blind. But my favorite thing about that girl isn't how beautiful she is. It's her, when she turns around and talks to you, it's like you're the only person in the room. Yeah. Like, she's really good at engaging with humans. 
and she loves to talk with her hands and I love people to talk with their hands mm-hmm. and she does it all the time, which is like, it's really funny to watch her do that. But the other person I want to give a shout out to, and it's somebody actually that isn't as naturally outgoing and that's Belle uh, from Black and Kinky. So I saw her engaging with some people and first of all, that girl looks like a million fucking dollars. Uh, she had a kid. Yeah. And I'm like, no, she didn't. Yeah. Like, that girl She's looks good. She's fucking amazing. So she she did awesome. But did I you just, see her outfit on the first theme yes. night? Woo, what that, the fuck you think I'm talking about mm-hmm. right now? Okay. Okay, because that's the first thing I thought <laughs> yeah. of. Okay. Well, I loved her. Uh, so she and Bomber did Guile or Goulet, depending on what version of Street Fighter you follow. Because if you the movie, he's Goulet, but he's Guiled everybody else that played the games. Anyway. Nerd alert. And she was Cammy from Street Fighter. And if you don't know who Cammy is, Cammy was this badass little like fighter wearing a beret and just uh, I mean, they they pulled it off like nobody's business. Their outfits were awesome for that particular evening. Yeah, no. Uh you're you're spot on. But Gala Knight, just so you know, I loved how dressed up you were. I loved that you I mean, you bought that dress just for this event. I which is a little unlike me, but I wanted to. Let's I mean, because I don't have any other gowns. Yeah, but you were all so stunning. I mean, one of my favorite memories from Gala Night was you and Honey Spoon dancing. First of all, mm, Honey Spoon. Oh, and that red dress, yes. Mm. Delicious. Yeah, it looked like both sides of my face fighting for supremacy in the crack of her ass. That's what I saw when I saw her dancing. <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> it was absolutely amazing. Uh, no, it just watching you guys dance and have fun and watching every, just how much fun everybody was having. And I saw that from a couple of different angles because I was dressed like an asshole. Yeah. Like, I did not. You had a t-shirt, bow tie, tux thing going on, and then you brought one of your, like, ridiculously large hats. It was a big hat. It was a very big hat. I could have climbed inside the hat and, and yeah. Actually, you and Honeyspoon could have had sex in that hat while I was wearing it and emceeing. Okay, let's do that next time. Yeah, we should do that next time. Yeah, anyway. I like that. Uh, no, I did wear a giant hat, but honestly, part of it was because I knew I was going to be on stage, and I knew that I wanted to call attention to all the amazing creators from the week. Because some of those sessions we went to, which we're going to talk about here in a second, but some of those sessions were just out of this world good. And I wanted to make sure that you and I got up there and called attention to all those people and gave Kate some love, kind of like we're doing here on this episode, for just the amazing stuff they did. A hundred percent. I believe um, we have to call out Mrs. Sexy Social because she took your breath away. Oh, shit. That woman's dress for formal night. Again, Yeah. She walked up to me and she's like, what do you think of my dress? And I'm like... Yeah. What dress? Stunning. (laughs) It was awesome. There's something that is intangible that you can only see, really experience it if you're there, is how wonderful those moments are when you get to see them happen. When you get to see someone feel amazing and what they're wearing and who they're with and in the time that they're having. Just overall enjoyment, like almost euphoric for me witnessing that and watching that happen with people while we were there was absolutely amazing fucking love that shit you know what i love is seeing in your eyes and people like mrs our sexy social and your and and honey spoon's eyes and mrs and judah how beautiful you guys feel when all of us tell you the truth about how you look because in the real world, we don't get to do that. We can't walk up to somebody at the grocery store and go, you look beautiful today. Yeah, that's weird. You'll get slapped. <laughs> you know, you can't creepy. do that. But at these events, you can be so authentic and walk up and go, that dress makes you look like you're on fire. You're amazing. You're, you're radiating. And 
They should have paid you to wear it. You know, and little things like that make such a difference, and you can do that at these events, particularly at PCAP. Yeah, I and agree. I, I love that. It's Yeah, it's embraced. Yeah, very much so. And everyone was really well-behaved, Oh, yeah. by the way. I don't think anybody got out of Excellent line. Excellent etiquette, I didn't get, kids. I, I didn't get hardly any reviews of anybody that had any troubles. I mean, it was very minor if there was anything, and it was easy to handle. Let's talk about the staff and entertainment for a second, because I think you and I have a pretty high bar coming from the industries that we're in. Yeah. And then adding in, you know, Hedo, right? Because their ECs, their crew, their staff are the best in the fucking business. Oh, hands down. And when you go to an event like this, it's it's different, but yet the same in some ways. I have to admit that some of the entertainers, the um, the the people that came, the content creators for the the track sessions, um, the DJs, the burlesque performers, everyone was exceptional. I totally forgot about the burlesque performers. Those were awesome. Right? right. Did you know that there was a bunch of people there that had never seen a burlesque show before? I was and one that of was them. their first time. Yeah. It was it was amazing. You know, it I gotta tell you, one of my favorite things about this particular PCAP, and again, it's just gonna be different than what you guys heard at the beginning of the episode, but one of my favorite things is that there were so many opportunities for the entertain because every podcaster, every content creator, on some level were entertainers. Okay. And there were a lot of opportunities for us to entertain, just to be, right? So, and we'll talk about it in, in just a second, but like, for example, when we were just hanging out by the piano and we got to talk with people and have deep conversations. That's true. And the cast of characters kept changing over the course of like an hour we hung out by that yeah, piano. that's true. Or things like the whiskey tasting, which we'll get to in a second, but but things like Catherine from Expansive Connections doing oh, her aerial yoga. I heard that was her first time ever doing something like that. I couldn't tell. Uh, me either. And, and it was awesome. You had some amazing photos of her doing that. I mean, she is a, a specimen in and of itself and an incredible human being on top of that. That was really cool to witness. And it was just organic. It just happened. Bad photos of that human do not exist. <laughs> I, I have to agree. Just saying. I think I agree. But, and then, I mean, things like, and then take it a step further, right? So the DJs, who were also lifestyle, by the way. And hot. And hot. Okay. I'm sorry. The, mm, <laughs> yeah, she's hot. Uh, but I loved watching her with, like, her headphones on and, like, dancing and DJing. I mean, she was DJing. She wasn't just eye candy. Like, we've seen couples that DJ where, the, like, one of them does all the work and the other one just kind of stands there and bobs along to the beat. No. She was DJing. He was watching. Like, it was badass. It was so cool. Love like, it. Kate knocked that one out of the park. I, at least I thought so. And then, of course, I mean, the breakout sessions, which is really where the content creators were supposed to shine. Yeah, and unfortunately, we didn't make it to all of them, but every single one I've heard good things about. Um, I love that we had an opportunity to, to uh, hear Lock and Trust because we did not have that in Miami. No. Um, so if you don't know who Lock and Trust are, they have uh, Live in the Sweet Life podcast. They did a session, uh, Planned versus Organic Play, which spawned some very interesting and introspective conversations about the perception and how you go about approaching it with that those intentions, whether it's planned or organic. And they were, they're a lot like us in, in the way that we have conversations around things that maybe we don't exactly see eye to eye on. Yeah. But it doesn't negate or mitigate our execution. Does that Not make at sense? All. Yeah. The fact that we don't agree doesn't stop us from delivering content. Yeah. And that content really is designed 
to make the listener or the participant oh. think. Oh, you're not on the same page as me. I meant actual execution of the event, planned or, uh, or organic. Play. Oh, you're talking. Oh, 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 like oh. even if we don't see eye to eye, doesn't necessarily negate or mitigate how we approach it. Oh no. Okay. Yeah. You're totally Just because right. we have different opinions on it. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's even better when we don't agree. Yeah. Like now. No. I'm like what? No. I'm just. I'm just like. Yeah. He's not listening. Actually, I was listening. I just didn't understand you. Well, I can speak it. What do you you say to our kids? I can speak it for you, but I can't understand it for you. I can only explain it to you. I, <laughs> I can't can only understand explain it, for it to you. you. Thanks for using that on me. I appreciate that. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm only going to sit here and feel small for the rest of this episode. <laughs> I'm going to take my shirt off. No, that's not going to. Well, that'll help me not be small anymore. Now, I got to tell you, my favorite thing about Locke and Trist's uh, session, though, and, and again, I adore those guys anyway. I love tuning in for their live show, which, by the way, every show they do is live. I love that about it takes them. takes fucking balls of steel. Yes, it does. And they really did a great job of opening up conversation in the crowd as opposed to dictating to them or telling them how it should be. And it really gave people an opportunity to share their perspectives, which I thought was a neat approach to doing a session like getting the crowd basically to do the work yeah. which i really liked i thought it was good because it was it was so good like i i left there feeling like i learned a lot from the room yeah and it was almost i was <laughs> i was a little concerned at first they were like team planner team planner like everyone was like team planner. No, team roman <laughs> i know team roman <laughs> Oh my god! Had to be there, so guys. Good. Sorry, had well, to be there. You know what? If Locke and Tris listen to this episode, they'll know exactly what we're talking about. Hell yeah! Uh, we also got to see Jay and Angie, which was a little uh, un unexpected. We just wanted to go take a couple pictures of him, but you and Jay, I swear, you have this bromance where he was like subliminally messaging or he was calling, calling to you, me. <laughs> like some fucking alien or something. Yes. You walk through the door and bam, dude! It was seconds. Yeah. I didn't even have time to breathe. No, and it, it, you ended up telling the um, Italian, the Italian job. job story. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I walked through the door, and I, apparently, this is what I learned after I walked through the door, that they were talking about the most awkward moments as a swinger. And I was trying to listen in and figure out what was going on. He's like, Mickey, how about that time? And I'm like, what, what are we talking yeah. about? And so he explained to her, I was like, oh, fuck, we're doing this, aren't we? And he goes, yes, we are. So I decided to put the camera down and, like, just start telling a story, which out of the blue, I was not prepared for that at all. Yeah, it was great, though. I think the crowd really appreciated it. Uh, um, I don't know what stories were told before. They're like, yeah, he wins. <laughs> <laughs> he wins. I was like, bitch, I was there, too. I had some strange woman cuddling me underneath her armpit, covering my eyes, saying, baby, don't look. That's the same trip where some lady bit you in the clit, though. So Yeah, it is. That was a very weird trip. It was very traumatic. Yeah. Highly. Anyways. Anyway, one of my favorite pictures, by the way, from the entire trip was Angie was laughing her ass off at Jay. And I caught it from just the right angle. Yeah. It's easy to laugh your ass off at Jay, by the way. He's one yeah. of my favorite humans on the face of the planet. And I say that all the time, but it, it's honest to God true. And it, she was laughing so hard, so naturally at him that it made me smile just to see them interact with each other in front of the room. That girl looks good. Doesn't she, though? Damn. Damn. Right? I mean, she's like, I mean... She really has done come a long way, and not that she she was she was gorgeous she was before. Yeah, hundred percent. But there's a, another element of her feeling really good too. I think that you add into that mix, and she just fucking glows, man. Like I'm just I'm happy for her, and she looks amazing. Yeah, I agree. 
Now, you know, there, I think that the best moments of PCAP, and I, I don't, this is probably going to come out sounding wrong because I think the theme nights were great, the parties were great, everything that Kate planned was great, but something else happened. Sometimes when you, you create something, it takes on a life of its own. Mm-hmm. And that happened at PCAP with all of the moments that were interwoven between everything that was planned. Yes, and those are always my favorite. Team Organic, what's up, girl? Team Roman. Yeah. <laughs> um, so some of the, those are some of the most valuable moments and takeaways because they're so unexpected, right? Because they literally happened because they just fucking did. Yeah. Well, Frigid Swingers. Yeah. Yeah. The Frigid Swingers actually had put together um, a group chat inside the app that was tied to the event, and unfortunately, they couldn't make it due to some cir- circumstances out of their control. We were being asked, so we're like, "Fuck it, yeah, we'll we'll improv to like help spearhead this." And hopefully we did it justice. It sounded like people had a great time. And, I mean, I didn't know going in there, maybe a half dozen whiskeys or so. And, like, come one, come all, come visit us. Like, oh, there were, like, three, right? Yeah. Like, and I thought that was good. Yeah. So we're trying to find a spot somewhere in the agenda where it, we, it would be okay to do a whiskey tasting because we had heard that people were bringing them from their their local distilleries and, and or in their travels they picked up something special. So we're thinking, you know, we have a couple – you know, maybe there'll be a half dozen. I'm pretty sure there were 35, 40 people in that room. More than that. It was maybe. fucking nuts. It was standing room only. Like It was wedge room and, only. And at least 15 to 20 different whiskeys. So I many. didn't even count. I should go back and look and see if I took any pictures of the whiskeys on the table and see how many there were. We had stuff from Canada and Michigan and uh, Washington State and Texas and Fucking New York. I mean, everywhere. Oh, yeah. Quick shout it's out to incredible. my boy Bert Soul, by the way. He brought some really cool local stuff oh, yeah. from where he lives. And I just thought that was so thoughtful of him to really try and bring something unique. And, and a lot of people did that too, right? The moonshine. Some folks brought in some moonshine yes. from Canada, I believe, or New York, upstate a, New York. Yeah, a lot of those whiskeys had interesting um, stories and histories to them. Birchall's is a great example of that because he even talked about like the grain was locally sourced. Oh man, I'm not going to do it justice. So I'm not even going to like really try, but there was a lot of thought and investment and and almost emotion tied to some of these. And it was just a really fucking cool experience. I was feeling really good when we left there. We were trying really hard not to pull our full shots, right? Like thirds and and halvesies if possible. I'm sorry if we got you hammered. Anybody that left their shit faced, blame Bridget Swingers. Blame them. Yeah, fuck you guys. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. We love you, and blame those two. We're we're glad you guys are. Everyone's doing well now. Glad everyone's well now. But I do got to say that my favorite thing about the whiskey tasting was everyone's, and this is kind of the thing that kind of was overarching for PCAP was their thirst for knowledge. So I started talking about the individual whiskeys, the processes. I'd look at them and see what they were, and I'm a whiskey junkie. <laughs> is that what I was? Honestly, yeah. And a historian all in one. Yeah. Yeah. Because I talk about the history of the distilleries and and kind of the processes that go into them. And everybody got like really quiet and wanted to hear all about it. And I'm like, you guys give the shit this much about whiskey? I feel like I know a thing now and I can talk to people. So it was so cool. And I just loved doing it. It was was just really cool. Yeah. I love that someone brought um, Four Roses. I know. That was really cool. That made my heart happy. And by the way, there were two people that bought Blade and Bow while we were there. Yeah. That's a great whiskey. Which is our Come second on. whiskey of the month. This is yeah. this month's whiskey of the month, yes. by the way, is Blade and Bow. But uh, also, I got to tell you, one of my favorite things to do anywhere all the time, and I know it's probably a broken record, next to the Corn Fed Swingers in Iowa, 
two of our favorite humans on the planet are Jay and Angie. I'm pretty sure the listeners have surmised that. I think they figured that out. I love hanging out with those two. I can't say enough good things about them. I really can't. Yeah, they're um <laughs> I'm not I'm not gonna say this. Jay looks like a penis with a goatee. I'm not saying that. I can. I can't say it out loud. Angie looks great. Jay looks like a penis with a goatee. <laughs> Oh, yeah. No, you're right. Um, and a robo-penis. Every time we leave them, I just, I, I love them more. Every time I see them, I just love them a little bit more. Um, yeah. It's, I, you know what? I love Angie. Love Jay. They're great. And I think that it was really great we got to spend some time with them. Yeah, it was also really cool that we got to see some OGP cat people and uh, some folks that we haven't seen since then. Uh, Swinger Diaries. Oh, my God, there. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't expect them. I didn't know they were going to be there. I didn't either. And that was such a nice surprise. Right. They're, they're people that um, this, this, this short opportunities I've been afforded to be in their presence. I just feel so warm after leaving them, like, and being with them. They're just, I don't know. There's something about their energy that just makes me so happy. You know, I feel like, and, and I think it probably, Jay falls into this category as well. I think Mr. Jones falls into this category as well. That when we get to talk to them, I feel like I can learn something about podcasting. I can learn something about being responsible. I can learn something about the lifestyle. I can learn something about being a man. I mean, I, for these, these are men I respect. And so when I get to sit down and, and talk with them and hang out with them, it's always a treat. I think if more people knew that Swinger Diaries were going to be there, they probably would have clamored to get there. <laughs> probably, that's true. I mean, because they weren't—they were just attendees, but they—they they held court in the breakfast room at one point. They were stuck there all day because so many people kept coming to see. I them. was going to say, I think they ended up having lunch after breakfast ended because they, they were never got up. They never, they never left. It was great. Um, I, but it, it was so nice to see. You know, even faces, like you said, from some PCAP, um, Miami, and then we get to meet new friends. Like, we just keep, we, we're so lucky to have the ability to add to that pool of humans. It just keeps getting better. I know. I know. I, I'm almost waiting for the other shoe to drop. Yeah. Because there's part of me that, that really denies the fact that I deserve to have those kinds of people in my life, mm -hmm. which I think is a fallacy. I get that. But I do feel very fucking grateful, and it excites me that events like this afford me that kind of opportunity because that's another intangible that you don't get when you buy your ticket, right? Yeah. I think I can sand the edges off of that for you and say, these are the kind of people I want to deserve. Yes. Oh, they make me want to be better. I love that. And that, You make me want to be a better man. Well, they, they make me want this. They make me want to dress for theme nights. They make me want to create great content. They make me want to be a part of this community. People like, I mean, it's just some of the repeat offenders that we're talking about here. We're talking about people like Honey Spoon, who we love, Our Sexy Social, who we love. And by the way, I'm having lunch with those two sexy fuckers this week. I heard you're going back to Texas. I'm going back to Texas. Yeah. I'm going to be in Austin. I'm going to yeah. have lunch with Our Sexy Social. And Judah, who we got to meet in Miami. Yes, and yeah. Judah. Sassy Molassi yes. um, into the fire uh, playing for fun, which we know those guys from Hedo too. Yes, yeah, we do. So, so it's just so many others, right? And then new ones. Yeah, yeah. We get to finally meet Birch Soul, which right? is fucking awesome. Yeah, I love those guys. They were great, <laughs> and they love each other like yeah. crazy. The X Files, Mr. and Mrs. Burns, um, those precious little gems from uh, Seattle. Wink, wink. You know who you are. We just hey. didn't know if we can say your names. Um, yeah, and uh, just so many more. I mean, fuck. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, we can go to Durango if you want. 
by the way, there's nothing around Durango. So I was chatting with them and there's something about elk. Like they were going to go look for elk. I was like, I forget that people fucking do that in parts of this country because it's so foreign to me. Right. If they could have said, we're going to go hunt a T-Rex, we would have been like, (laughs) okay, sure. Enjoy that. Watch out for velociraptors. I I I was just thinking I got to go feed my velociraptors. Um, (laughs) No, I just thought that was cool. Um, Anyway, uh, what else, babe? Well, you know. I feel like we're being long-winded and this is very self-serving. So anyone that's hung on this long, thank you. Yeah, you know what? If you guys are hanging in, we're a little long today, but honestly... I don't mind because I feel like PCAP deserves this. Yeah. If we could talk about this in 30 minutes, it wouldn't be enough. That's fair. And can I, I'm just going to go ahead and skip ahead because there's something I just wanted to call out because I was really fucking proud of myself for doing this. Let's hear it. Totally out of my comfort zone. So there was someone that I'd met previously that was attending the event that I left. And the last time I saw them, I felt like there was a missed opportunity there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that was a hesitation, little reservation on my end and just being busy in the moment. And I caught myself off guard and pulled the ripcord. The first opportunity I had, I went up to them and I said, hey, I just wanted to let you know, I felt like that there was like this little crush thing I had for you. Like there was an attraction. Um, and I feel like there was a missed opportunity there. And I just wanted to let you know that I felt that attraction and wanted to say it out loud. And I'm I'm summarizing this. I don't even know if it, I put it that eloquently. And that's not eloquent at all. Because let's face it, I'm fucking awkward in those moments. <laughs> but I did it. I, I fucking did it. And I was really happy I did. Because I think it's going to maybe turn. I don't know. Uh-oh. Like, you got a thing going some, on I don't now? know. I don't know. It's It's new. Okay. Yeah. Well, I was wrestling but with we an have inflatable an ability, horse. But let me just say, we have an ability to communicate outside of that vacuum. Well, I think so that's, that's one of the best things that come out of this, right? <laughs> yeah. Is you start communications that maybe go further because you're not a transactional swinger. You're somebody that no, wants not. more. I, I, it, I am who I am. Yeah. So. And me, I wrestled an inflatable horse while you flirted with a boy. And that was cool. You did. You're a little butt fan. So your inflatable horse, the outfits that uh, him and Jay wore had the little fans, kind of like the T-Rex costumes have. Oh, I hated that. And it was on his butt. So it kept sucking his shirt in and his fucking horse kept And then my horse kept going limp. And I was like, God damn it, my horse has got erectile dysfunction. (laughs) He's lame. He was. He's a lame old mare. I named my horse Viagra. But uh, you know what? Because it's ironic. (laughs) Right. So the Mankini Plunge uh, was kind of a neat thing that I'm sorry we didn't get to see because it happened while we were doing the whiskey tasting, though. That's right. And it was, there's like 15 guys in there. It was super popular. And it actually stemmed from Jay's Mankini in Miami. Yes. And they all decided they were going to jump in this 18 degree pool in Mankinis. Why is it slowly getting colder in that pool? Because it was frozen solid and I would have died if I tried to jump into it. Okay. I just don't think your dick and balls would have fit in the Mankini. Probably not. No question about it. But apparently that was a a major event. Yeah. And some of the pictures I've seen from it are fucking awesome. Can I call out my one, like, most favorite event from PCAP? Yeah, of course. It's your show, too. Okay, because this one is, and if you guys have hung in this long, it was worth it. So Bomber left a (laughs) semi-shitty review for Average Swingers, like, five years ago. This (laughs) is, like, fucking forever ago. This is before Bomber and Bell had a show. Three out of five stars. Three out of five stars. Like, if you can deal with crap audio quality and people talking about nothing, then you may enjoy this show or something like that. I mean, it really wasn't 
it, I've gotten way worse reviews. Like you can go look in where people talk shit about me on our reviews and it's hilarious and I love it. So keep doing it. But like this was so good because they ended up having a podcast of their own and it's like black and kinky podcast now. And so when they go through, look at their reviews and we figured this out when we bet went out with the Joneses and did the, um, when we went back and did the, sorry, got a phone call. But when we went back and did the uh, Mean Tweets episode with the Joneses. Wow, crazy ex-girlfriend, huh? Yeah, people just keep calling me. But when we went back and did the Mean Tweets episode, we saw this nasty, or not nasty, just bad review. Jay decided to do the fucking funniest thing ever and make t-shirts out of this review. Matching t-shirts. Matching t-shirts so from him and Bomber. He's got one, and then Bomber's got one, and he gave it to Bomber during the opening of their track, right? Their breakout session? Uh, it wasn't quite the beginning of the makeout session. It was, or not makeout, it wasn't a makeout session. It was, uh, so Jay invited me to come downstairs with him to find Bomber, because he had the shirt in his hand. This was right before their session. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you're going to want to be there, Mickey. Trust me. I was like, if Jay says, come with me, trust me, we're going to have a good time. I'm going. I don't care if we're getting in a biplane and learning how to fly. Like, we're going. That, actually, that is a something very unique about the, your relationship with him that you don't ask questions. Nope. You just do. Just go. Yeah. But, makes and, me a Jay little Jay treats nervous. me the same way. I'm like, Jay, we're doing some shit. And he's like, fuck it, let's do it. And it was so fucking funny. When he, when, when Bomber opened that shirt up, Dude looked like he could have just melted like butter. It was so funny. <laughs> and you were upstairs with Angie. No, you were with Angie, and uh, we were getting stuff for the next session. Yes. Oh, my God. It was so fucking funny. I was crying laughing. Bomber's face. I mean, if you've ever seen a black dude turn pale, it's like, it's so Oh, my <laughs> so God. Awesome. But I loved is he he wore the fucking shirt, too. He did. He like, put it on, and then he let me take a his picture. Sport. He's such That was actually... It's a good fucking, picture of Bomber, too. Right? Motherfucker's photogenic as shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. He, he rocked it. And he, he rocked really it all did. day. I got to give that dude so much credit. Jay, credit for being yeah. funny and hilarious. Bomber, credit for just, I mean, obviously having a huge dick because he didn't give a fuck what anybody thought about that shirt. Uh, I just thought it was awesome. I really, really got, I got a couple of great pictures, honestly, out of that event. I'm really too. proud of you. I know the photography thing has been something that's interested you. You've really started to dig into it this year. And you've got a natural talent, oh. and it's really wonderful to see you honing in on your skills and uh, growing. I'm trying. So, I'm trying. I love, I love taking pictures of you. You're my muse. Yeah, kind of. Sometimes I'm like, look at my sexy outfit. Go get your camera. And you're like, no. <laughs> That's, I never say no. I just, my problem, here's my thing, and, and this might make sense to other people or not, maybe not. I'm just I kidding. love taking hot pictures of you, but I love having new places to take them in actually that's what i was gonna say you never never have you told me no yeah but it is hard when like i'll try something on and we're at home and you're like there it's it's challenging i get that because it's the same backdrop every single time something i've learned from you though is that we can put wrinkles in it like so we were in some rando like renaissance hotel last month Uh and you put on a really sexy outfit and there was nothing special about that hotel room for photos. Mm-mm. But you yeah. found a mirror and you leaned against the wall and it made for the coolest effect for a couple of photos. And only three out of maybe 30 photos came out. But God damn, those three photos are hot. Yeah. So it was totally worth it. We're having a lot it. of fun. It was totally worth it. 
So, you know, really just, uh, I think the last thing we want to talk about other, you know, I mean, we talked about drag queen bingo and a few other things. Did this we is talk about drag queen bingo? I just mentioned they were cool. They yeah, were, that was funny. Okay. Uh, and it was really, really neat. But the last thing, and, and I'll let you tell this story, but on our way oh. out, the Southwest gate agents, um, I've given Southwest a lot of shit on this show for being dicks right, to me. Rightfully so. But if you're going to, you're going to give the bad you got to give it the good too especially when you witness it so firsthand and we have witnesses to this that yeah, were visiting it was with yeah. us yeah so we're sitting there waiting for our flight it'd been grossly delayed whatever happens we travel for a living totally get it see it all it. time fuck off whatever so another flight is is currently bo- boarding and we're witnessing a woman who's i don't believe on that flight but is having a an obviously having a mental breakdown of some Big one. A mental health crisis, if you must. She was on a connecting flight in. She, well, ca- you said you're going to let me tell the story, right? Oh, you said you believe, so okay. I was just telling you. <laughs> so I don't believe she was on the flight. It was a flight leaving to Austin from Dallas, and she was ass- insisting that they stop boarding the plane. And she was so adamant about it, it shook you to your core a little bit, right? Because let's be honest, most people are nervous about air travel, and you could see the effect it was having on the passengers and the gate agent. And she was approaching the gate agent. Now, granted, she was probably late 20s, unaccompanied, by herself, small human. But she was approaching the gate agent that was trying to check people in to go in there. And obviously, she's not allowed back there. But she kept insisting, do not board this plane. I have to help these people. And she's just kind of losing it. She was convinced something bad was going to happen. Convinced something bad was happened because right before that, she was the same woman that was standing in the middle of the aisle going, I get it. I get it now. And we're all like, good for you, machine. Like, (laughs) we don't know what that means, but cool. We we all heard her. And in that moment, no one realized what was about to happen. So something had snapped. She's alone. She's got no support system, and she's obviously not okay. And the gate agents could have taken it really far because they're entitled oh. to at that point. Especially I think if anyone with a badge could have tackled her at that she, point. It I mean, she was understandable. up at the the agent's like personal space mm-hmm. and being very. Uh, I can't find a nice word for it, but she was she was aggressive. She's super confrontational to the point yeah. where we were watching her hands to see what she was going to do next. Well, she was right in front of us. She was yes. ten feet from us. Yeah. So I have to admit that the gate agents handled it really well. They got. Uh, a buddy over there, another gate agent, to make sure she stayed away from where they were trying to check into passengers and they were getting somebody else over mm-hmm. to take her away from the gate. They brought in a she, distraction. She did. They were very calm with her. They didn't they didn't they did not approach her with any sort of aggression. Um general concern you could see that they were concerned for her, not just for what was going on in the other passengers and the customer service faces. They were genuinely concerned about this woman, got her away from the gate and last we heard, they got her help. She had left with the EMTs. Yes. So they, so they, so they got her medical attention and EMTs. Unfortunately, she was, we found out later, she was trying to get on a connecting flight and yeah, she had came in issues, from Lubbock so. and just lost her shit. Yeah, she got and off the plane. that breaks my heart, especially in a moment like that, knowing that it, they don't have a support system. Um, that could have gone way, way worse. So kudos to them for, for handling it and, and keeping her humanity and, and decency intact. I, you know what? Because the passengers that were getting on the flight to Austin were not. There was one woman that was fucking oh. yelling at her. Yeah. Like, you need to stop that lady. I'm sorry. During a mental health crisis, you saying stop? Oh, okay, yes. All of a sudden, all of my medic. I don't need my medication anymore. She said stop. I'm good. I'm I'm cured. Yeah. No, I got to tell you, there morons. were more than one person in that line who were 
they're not awesome. <sighs> but the Southwest staff, yeah. out of this world, out of this, in in, yeah. in face with when faced with a mental health crisis of a passenger, not on the aircraft. I don't know that they could have handled better if they tried. And I don't love how they treat normal, not crazy people. Um, and I've certainly still got my issues with them. But that girl was not okay. And they handled her so well that I have nothing but love for how they did that. I yeah. really do. Uh, and that's coming from somebody that doesn't think that they're <laughs> awesome. That's okay. But let's put a bow on this thing. We're gone long. And, and honestly, I don't mind going long because... I love PCAP, and I think this was so much fun. Uh, yeah, and I, I know it must sound like we're like a very long sales pitch, and, and trust me when I say that's not it. Are we a little biased? You know what? I'll call a, I'll, I'll call a ball. Yeah, a little bit. We do love Kate, the Wanderlust Swingers. We love Jay and Angie. We love everyone that we've talked about on this show. Mm -hmm. um, but we wouldn't give you a value proposition or our – our honest opinion on the event, we just wouldn't say anything at all That's if right. we didn't think it was good. And I, I truly believe that this is lightning in a bottle. It's it's going to be a can't-miss event. It's going to have a different feel than anything else you've been to. Um, again, the closest thing I can compare to Hito, but it's, it's its own flavor. And the personalities are so diverse. I mean, you've got everything... In terms of, I mean, you have, obviously, we have racial diversity with, you know, different types of podcasters with, from different walks of life. You have intellectual diversities because I'm a jackass. And then you have people like Monogamish Marriage who are utterly brilliant. They're both geniuses. Well, and you have different relationship dynamics. There's, like, we had, you know, um, there was different Sapphic? levels of poly. Yeah. Lesbians? Yeah. There, well, and there's also different levels of poly there. Oh, yeah. Which was, that was very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So I just and love different versions of non and, yeah. different versions of non monogamy. It was, it was beautiful actually. I, I so I just think it's it's a beautiful thing as you said, and it's it's an amazing thing. If you have an opportunity and you got the time, when we release the dates for PCAP twenty twenty two, don't wait, book it. Right, it's that's, that's really the gist of it. It's going to sell out again. Fuck the swag bag was worth the price of it. Dude, the swag bag was awesome. It was it was a fucking cooler. Like yeah, your I'm bag totally. Was I'm totally using that butt plug. Right? That's right. You did get about. I'll say this. Nothing about PCAP is just an event. No. It was, it was an experience. Agreed. And that was fantastic. And just make plans. Do it. It's worth your PTO. It's worth your dollars. More importantly, it's worth those moments of your life that you're trading for the experiences you'll share with the most open and sexiest, friendly humans you'll ever meet anywhere. You know, and again, it's a build your own adventure and everyone there was at, was did their part and built theirs. And I think it's been unanimous across the board to everyone we've talked to and engaged with that they had a wonderful time. Yeah. Well, we had such a good time that we injected this episode before what you've got coming. What do I have coming? Well, we told everybody last time that we've got a sneak, or we gave them a little sneak peek of the breast episode ever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to have Dr. Plank on here. Yeah, so we got a doctor coming for you guys to talk about Mallory's hoots. Yes, my new hoots. I, I'm not even going to lie. I love them. Oh, I, I love feel them. so fucking good. Like they, I wouldn't have guessed that yeah. they would have made me feel the way they make me feel. Well, you're gonna have to think about that and tell our listeners when we come back next time. All right. Well, why don't you tell everybody where to find us? We'll get the hell out of here and we'll come back. All right. We are Casual Swinger everywhere. Uh, CasualSwinger.com. Podcast at CasualSwinger.com. If you want to send us a message, you can find us on Instagram, YouTube, uh, Twitter, and Facebook. The Facebook is that what? Us old people are calling it now. The Facebook. It. Um, and we are on the dating sites. That's W Nation, SLS, SBC, and Casting. <laughs>
Thanks for listening. We'll catch you guys later. I've been listening to Casual Swinging.